0: We are going to uh, give you a brief devotion out of the book of John, chapter 13, verses 8 and 9. The category of thought is leadership. Uh, Today's going to be a leadership-focused meeting, and uh, there's no stronger leadership than what Christ exemplified for us in His life, death, and resurrection. And even in his ascension and his present status as living high priest for you and I, he's still serving us from his throne in heaven. He never laid down his position of servanthood. And for eternity he will bear the marks to remind us that he is the greatest servant of them all. Because he put us before himself by becoming our substitutionary sacrifice. But well, let's look at this. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Ooh, talk about a rebuke. What was Simon's response then? He is always going from one extreme to the other, right? He goes from, You're not going yeah. <laughs> to... He said, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. It's just to go ahead and take a whole. Uh, what is Amy? What does your daddy call it? A, a, a all an all over bath. There you go. <laughs> so here, here's here's my thought. <clears throat> I'm just blown away at the thought of the Master and Creator of the Universe humbling Himself to such a low degree that He would do the basest job of a servant boy and wash the feet of those who should be washing His. Yet here we see the one who made man of the dust of the ground, now in human flesh, dwelling among sinners such as us, washing the same feet that he created with his own hands. What kind of plan is this for a king? What kind of plan is this for divine royalty? Yet he does it. But why? What is his purpose? Dear friend, if you'll read on to verse 15, you'll find the answer. Jesus said, For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Whoa. In short, Jesus is teaching his disciples the necessity of servanthood leadership, but he's doing so by example. In just a little while, when we read on, we'll see just how far Jesus takes this servanthood leadership role. We will see just how serious he is about it. As a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and tell you the cross was his ultimate price for becoming a servant to us. That's right. It cost him his life. And he did so willingly that's how he redeems us that's how he takes our place and serves literally himself as a ransom for our sins what a savior and no wonder he told Peter that if he couldn't wash his feet that he had no part with him that word part means a part due or assigned to one. In other words, Jesus was to serve while Peter was to accept. There were no other options. And while people were trying to crown Him with the golden crown of a king, Jesus first insisted on the thorny crown of a servant. The gold would come, but not until after the thorns, as he must serve, And we must accept His service, lest we have no part with Him. Peter even attempted to keep the crucifixion from happening. And when he pulled out his sword to fight for Jesus' life, Jesus rebuked him and told him to put up his sword. This way of the cross, this way of servanthood leadership must be done else nothing else matters. Now it's our turn. Will we follow Jesus' example? Or are we too good to serve? I want you to think about that. Are we any better than our Lord? Did He go through suffering so that we could bypass taking up our cross? No. Nope think about the mess he had to step down into to even redeem us the the reality is until redemption is complete that is until we have a new heaven and a new earth with glorified bodies for those who believe it's always going to be messy down here so there's always going to be suffering there's always going to be struggle there's always going to be cost associated at great personal loss to even serve God adequately that's our cross. Some will not serve, quote unquote, unless they're paid. That's not servanthood. That's that's a hireling. If you're gone when the paycheck's gone, you're not a servant. Amen. God's looking for people that will pay the price of a servanthood. And do whatever it takes. If I have to be beneath you so that you can be elevated, then so be it if it brings honor and glory to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Away with these self-promotions, with, uh, with bragging on ourselves, patting ourselves on the back, and trying to make ourselves look better than everybody else and be in the best position with the best title. Uh, titles have nothing to do with character, honesty, and servanthood. Have, and many of you know people with the title, but they don't have the position. Amen. And what God's looking for, I, I'll say this, and then I'll I'll bring my devotion to a close, and I'll, we'll go to the next part of this. I, I know I have a friend of mine. I won't mention his name, but he's in a vibrant, growing church, and or he was at one point, rather. And uh, the deacon board come to him, and said, "We got our eye on you. We're thinking about." Promoting you to a deacon—that was the phraseology they used. He said, "Fellas, don't worry about it. I'm already doing what deacons supposed to be doing. I'm visiting the sick. Amen. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I don't need the title." And uh, <laughs> the deacon board hung their head in shame and walked off because they thought he was going to get a promotion, but he was already doing what a person with that title supposed to be doing. Sometimes we get caught up in the title. And we try to avoid the actual hard work that that title requires. He didn't want it. He didn't need it. He didn't see the need. And I think if we would be more concerned with just serving people and less concerned with who gets the credit and who has the title and who has the position and all that, you know, uh, I, I heard, I think it was Adrian Rogers. I don't remember. But it's amazing how much we can get done when no one cares who gets the credit. You know? let's just serve and if somebody else is elevated above us let's rejoice in their elevation amen let's thank god that he blessed somebody let's not get bitter jesus said blesses he who serves will not be offended in me you're going to be called to do things that are going to cost you more than it's going to cost others and your flesh will tell you it's not fair but if you will just resist the temptation to let your flesh talk into your spirit and say, you know what, it's a privilege to even have my name written in the book of life. Shut up, devil. Shut up, self. I, I, I am honored to even even wash somebody else's feet. Yeah. Amen. And if we would all get back to that, we wouldn't be, uh, you know, human nature is, it, it's our tendency to promote ourselves above others for survival's sake. But Jesus has shown us a different way. If you want to survive, help somebody else survive.